0: And and I'm going to tell you, it's not easy. But but it is worth the effort because there's just not a lot of oxygen below advisor partner. Hello and welcome to the Sales Genius Podcast. I'm your host Doug Davidoff. Welcome back. Um, wow, it has been a while since we did our last podcast. My apologies. Um. A lot of really crazy things going on here. All good. Um, Bunch of new stuff coming to the Sales Genius Network. Bunch of new stuff actually out on the website if you want to take a look at it. All of it applies to anybody in the growth focus, demand generation, sales marketing, whatever the case may be. Since our last podcast, which is again far too long, we have released uh, a roadmap for winning enterprise deals. Um, It's geared to selling to, to larger companies, but but frankly, it applies to really any uh, complex sale uh, that's to the higher end of complex sales. Uh, you can find that on the website, <coughs> excuse me, under our resources section. We just launched a, a brand new framework that we're completely excited about. It's called the deals framework. You're definitely going to want to check that out. It, it will really help you whether you're in sales, marketing, demand generation, you're an executive, whatever the case may be, to really understand how do you do the right thing at the right time in the right way. Um, we've, we've been frustrated with all these methodologies that are out there. <clears throat> and so we really built a, a unifying framework to help simplify everything. So that's why we've been a little bit uh, off in, in putting together and posting new podcasts. Uh, but a lot of really, really good content, a lot of really good resources uh, th- that I think will make everything uh, worth it. So today, what I want to talk about is, well, I want to talk about how are you perceived as a salesperson. Um, and, and frankly, more importantly, I don't want to know how you think you're perceived as a salesperson. I want you to think about how your customers perceive you as a salesperson. And, and I warn you. I don't mean this to be insulting. Most of the time we think we're doing better than we are. And, and, and the reason for that is, is that we know what we're doing, right? We know what our intent is. We can't help, but see our actions through the prism of the glasses that we're wearing. And, and I'm referring to the proverbial glasses. For those of you like me who don't wear glasses, yes, that statement still applies, right? And, 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 I'm going to tell you that the way that you're perceived as a salesperson is going to be driven by the type of conversation that you have. And what you need to understand is that you are always, always in either a what's-it-cost conversation or a what's-it-worth conversation. When you're in a what's-it-cost conversation, you are going to be framed by cost. You're going to be framed by competition. You're going to, no, no matter how good you are, no matter how good of a job you do, the value that you're bringing, whether the, the value you're bringing as a salesperson, the value that your product is bringing, the value that your company is, is bringing is going to be reduced because you're going to be framed. You're going to be anchored by the perception of what's this cost. We all want to be in what's it worth conversations that, you know, in many ways, that's really what the conversation should be. But here's what you need to know before you jump and say, hey, I'm, yep, I'm what's it worth. Yep, I have great conversations. Um, a, I want to point out there are great what's it cost conversations. But only about 10% of, of sales conversations that take place are actually what's it worth conversations. Look, I'd like to tell you that I'm always in a what's it worth conversation. And I realize when I, when I debrief, when I listen to recordings of my calls, when I go back and assess different things that, when I'm not paying attention, I fall into a what's-it-cost conversation like everybody else. So here's a cue. If you're ever unsure of whether you're in a what's-it-cost or a what's-it-worth conversation, guaranteed you're in a what's-it-cost conversation. You're never in a what's-it-worth conversation by accident. The, the natural sales conversation, the natural marketing approach are always anchored in a what's-it-cost paradigm. We have to take purposeful action to get out of that what's-it-cost frame into a what's-it-worth framework. And further, we have to continue to pay attention and purposefully take actions to stay there. How do you do it? What does it mean? Well, We've been working with a lot of sales organizations on this point, on this issue, and, and we put together this graphic called the five levels of value for sales. And basically what it does is it, it goes from the absolute bottom, um, what we would call the, the, you know, the super hot red zone, um, all the way up to the top, the green zone, and in between. Uh, where you begin your conversation, where the conversation starts, is going to determine what of the five levels of value you're perceived at. And it's a pretty safe bet that based upon that, that level of value, you'll be able to define whether you're in a what's it cost or what's it worth conversation. Let's start from the bottom, the super hot red zone product. That's the lowest level value. If you're sales, if you're coming in and you're talking about product, if the conversation talks about product, if the first thing out of somebody's mouth is about product, you are absolutely positively in a what's it cost conversation. You're in a commodity conversation. I'm not saying you're not going to win business. Business is one at the product level, but it's really caught at the product level. You're you're not really generating any delta. You're not generating any alpha uh, for any of our financial people that are out there. Um, if someone reaches out to you and their first question is about product, yeah, you got to answer it, but you also need to reframe what the conversation is and We'll talk about this in a future podcast. You don't reframe the conversation by telling them. You reframe the conversation by asking really good questions that allow somebody to, to re-perceive how they see things. Uh, so that's the product. You're, you're, you're defined by the product. It's just what's in there. The, the product is set. It is the lowest level value uh, for a salesperson to be at. You're in a once-it-cost conversation. One step up, service. Uh, you might be in a services business. They'll be careful if you talk too many salespeople talk about their service like it's a product and they think they're talking service and they're really in the red hot zone of product. And even if you are at service, you're still in the red zone, right? It's not good. You are absolutely smack dab in a what's it cost conversation. Now, if you go back 20, 30 years ago, service conversations were far more valuable than product conversations. As a matter of fact, services were really born as a way for product companies to differentiate themselves, right? But not only do companies have the ability to do more more things on their own, not only are products more self-manageable, but services, companies are overwhelmed by service providers, right? So there's not a lot of difference between coming in at that product or that service level. Now, the The difference between these first two levels and the third level, which is solution, that's the next level of value, is that on product and service you are you're defined by the features, the benefits, the attributes. Um, it's you know very, very traditional. It's very much about what is it. When when you move to a solution level, there's no question you're at a higher level of value. You're you're now talking about you know by definition you're talking about solving. Right, something's being solved. There's there's an impact. The the conversation is gonna be geared more or or framed by the impact of the product or service. Right. And so no 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 question, solution is a better place to be perceived than product or service, but also no question, it's a what's it cost conversation. You're gonna bring me a solution, great, what's it cost? You're going to be framed by what are other people selling it for? You might be better than your competition, but you're not necessarily 20% price better than your competition. If, if you follow what I'm saying, Re- remember the point about this is where things are framed, where things are anchored. It's not about facts. You may well be worth more than 20%, but because you framed yourself by the solution, you're in a what's it cost conversation which is a natural gravitational pull down to zero. And as a result of that, you're going to be in a commodity trap. You're going to be viewed through the lens of a, of a vendor and you're going to be in a what's it cost conversation. That's going to mean greater unpredictability in your results and in, in your win rates. It's going to mean probably more time to win the business, and certainly more time to win the business relative to the margin or gross profit that you're generating from there. So those are the first three levels of value, product at the bottom, service next, solution after that. Now let's talk about where you begin to break out of that commodity trap, where you begin to stop being commoditized, where you enter the what's it worth conversation. And that is when you're talking to them as an advisor or a partner right when they perceive you and the conversation begins when the issues are framed by those things that would take place if you were an advisor or a partner to the customer that you're trying to work with you're in a much better place you're going to be likely in a what's it worth conversation now now I want to be clear advisor partner you're you're entering what's it worth but it's still not particularly stable it's a really easy fall down to get from advisor partner to solution. Okay, so what's the difference between solution and an advisor partner? Here's the difference. With a solution, you know your you know your solution. You're an expert in your solution. Here's what solutions are. Solutions are, they're things. I give you this solution. It's up to you what you do with it. You, the customer, what you do with it. Some people buy solutions and do great things with it. Other people buy the same solution and don't. The onus is on them, and and by the way, to get well to get really candid with you, when you're focused on solutions, you're still in a buyer beware mindset. Hey, I told them what it does. It's not my fault if, right? And even if you don't feel that way, I can tell you that is how customers feel. That's how buyers feel at the advisor and partner level. Not only do we bring the expertise in our solution, we have expertise in their business. We understand their business environment. We understand their job environment. We understand what's going on with them. We understand them, at least in the areas where we impact, as well as they understand themselves. You see, when we're in a solutions conversation, we're still talking about me. If I'm in an advisor partner conversation, it's defined by you, the customer. Right. And so here's the question How much of the time do you spend talking about their business, talking about their issues? How well do you understand, and how much time do you spend talking about where you, you know, how your product impacts those issues and and how they can understand and identify? What's going on? How much time do you spend helping them understand how to take advantage of whatever it is that you bring to them to be able to apply that to other areas of your business so that they can realize the indirect benefits, the indirect impacts for growing, For, for I'm sorry, for using your solution, for buying from you, right? An advisor partner, when you're an advisor, well, here's one way to know if you're perceived as an advisor. How often do you get called where the question is about something that's important to the business and it has nothing to do with what you do? Right, You might be a great supply chain salesperson. And so when it comes to supply chain, yeah, I call you about supply chain solutions. How often do you get called when what's really at play is a human resources issue? or a non-supply chain operations issue, or maybe a market-facing issue, right? You see, when you're an advisor, you're an advisor. You you occupy that limited mind space where, where someone thinks of you as their problem solver. They're going to reach out to you, even when they know you're not an expert in that area, because they appreciate your judgment. They appreciate how your mind works and how you think about things. Right that's what it means to be at the advisor partner level. And and I'm going to tell you it's not easy. But but it is worth the effort. Because there's just not a lot of oxygen below advisor partner. You know at solution service product at those bottom three levels of value you're in intense competitive environments. Because realize you're not just competing with other possible Alternatives to what you do, you're competing for things that have nothing to do with you. They impact other areas of the business. Because you know, today we're all competing for the same budget. Now, the highest level of value creation, and this is how you'll know that you're in a what's it worth conversation, is that is when the conversation is framed and driven by the outcomes. What's the outcome that your customer is looking for? What and and by the way, not the outcome from your product service solution. What's the outcome for their business? How do you connect to their key initiatives, to their critical results? How much time do you spend? How much of a resource are you so that they understand that you can help them understand their issues? How often are they reaching out to you to get an understanding of the market environment, of the economic environment, of the innovation environment? How often are they using you as a resource to be able to make better decisions for their business, right? If you're not getting those types of conversations, then you're not at that outcomes level. And so you see to be at the outcomes level, that's you're you're at the advisor partner level plus, right? You are connected to the dots that drive critical results for the company. And that's what defines the conversation. So even when you sell a product or a service, 80% of the conversation is about the business environment and the business issue. And I mean, frankly, the sales presentation or the product marketing, if you will, basically comes down to this does that, that you've been so involved in helping them understand what the problem is, what the decision criteria needs to be, what what the solution, that's the objective solution, what it needs to look like, that that you've basically already described your solution, your product, your service. You don't have to go into the detail because you've been there to help them understand their issues. You see, when you're there, you're in a what's-it-worth conversation. You're in as close to a competitive free zone as you'll get. Now, I'm not going to be the person who tells you price is never an issue or you can get to the point where price will never be an issue. I'm, I'm not saying you can go crazy and, you know, you have unlimited pricing power. But you got a lot more pricing power. And more importantly, what you have is you got lock-in. When you're in that position, you win the business. You're in a competitor-free zone because as long as you don't screw it up, they're not going anywhere. Your job as a salesperson, I'd also add as a marketing organization for the marketers that are listening, is to move the frame from being at that product service level, from being framed there. And, and I got news for you. I talked about solution as the third level. I, it, it's there. I've I've done the research. I've interviewed both sides of the conversation. And when salespeople are telling me that they're perceiving themselves at the solution level, their customers, their buyers, their prospects, they're perceiving them through the product service level. Just so you know. Your job is to get up to that advisor partner level. And that means when you begin the conversation, begin it at that level. When you're focusing on what are the things you want to start the conversation about, focus on the things that put you at the advisor to outcomes level. When someone asks you a product question, answer it and reframe it through the lens of how they would look at it if they were talking or working with an advisor or someone directly connected to the outcomes. Get out of the what's-it-cost conversations. Focus on what's-it-worth conversations. And I'll tell you the exciting thing is, you won't need as many conversations to hit your number to drive your business results and to enjoy the success that you that you deserve. That's this edition of the Sales Genius Podcast. Please, 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 if you've got a question, a challenge, a barrier, a situation that you would like some insight on, let us know, share it with us. We'll make it the focus of a future sales genius podcast. Don't forget, join the Sales Genius Network at www.salesgeniusnetwork.com. Until next time, go out and be a sales genius.